Great. Then welcome everybody, whether you're watching live or later, to episode number eight of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. I'm absolutely honored and especially thankful because it's 2.30 in the morning where Imani, my guest for today, is right now. Mm -hmm. Imani Capri, now let me take a big breath before I... Because oh, there's, there's a lot that Imani does here. Imani is an empowerment speaker, a transformation coach, an award-winning writer, published, published author, and on-air radio personality. She has appeared on numerous media outlets and magazines and currently hosts not one but two radio shows, Truth Be Told and Conversations in Courage, which can be listened to on Tuesdays on 95.9 FM, W-O-V-U, Cleveland. I believe it's at 11, is it 11 p.m.? Yes, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Uh -huh. You got it, Eastern Standard Time. Mm -hmm. Cool. So welcome to the show. How are you this morning? I'm great. I have to tell you, I this is my first time doing an interview at 2.30 in the morning, my time. And I'm so excited, right? Because part of your, your podcast is called Hunger for the Hustle. So I'm like, yeah, I'm hungry. I'm you super sure hungry. I'm, sure it doesn't are. matter what hour it is. <laughs> we making the dream real. So I'm well, super yeah. excited. And and yeah. you're all the way in Australia. This is my first time um, doing any type of media that is connected to Australia. So lots of firsts here. It's my honor. I actually had to, and, and you know, before the call, I, I just checked with you and I was like, hey, Imani, you know you've booked in at half two in the morning, right? And you were like, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, oh, just, just checking there, just checking because I know, let me tell you, it can be a challenge for me trying yeah. to figure out all the time zones and, and booking people in. But yeah, awesome that you're here and, and what, a, what a fine display of the hunger for the That's hustle. right. That's right. Yeah. So your new radio show, <clears throat> excuse me, Conversations in Courage. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit more about that. How did the idea, where did the idea come from and how did you get started with it? So it's interesting because I've been on air at 95.9 FM WOVU Cleveland two years this month. Um, it is a relatively new FM station in Cleveland, Ohio, community-based radio. And I started out on WOVU hosting Truth Be Told, which is a show that's dedicated to shifting the culture and conversation around sexual assault, abuse, rape, human trafficking, domestic violence, and all related issues to a culture and conversation of education, healing, transformation. So I started out with that show. And because the station was new, they were looking to it quickly advance in quality content. So the general manager gave me an opportunity to pitch some other ideas and Conversations in Courage is another show that I created. And I wanted it to counterbalance what I was talking about on Truth Be Told. So Conversations in Courage is really the show where I interview interesting people who are doing positive things with a courageous spirit all over the world. My uh, LLC is the courage to change total life empowerment. So my brand is all about courage. And I just wanted to talk to people who are doing dope things and making a positive difference in the world and to learn how courage has uh, influenced them or what role courage has played in their role, in their journey, excuse me. Um, I think it's very easy with a lot of mainstream media to get a lot of negative news, right? Mm -hmm. So I was very intentional about wanting to create an outlet for people to say what's real, but to kind of move away from being negative, like celebrating people being empowered, challenging their fears or whatever it is, just how courage has helped them grow and be the best person they can be and add to the world. So that's kind of the backstory on conversations and courage. I love that. What a fantastic idea and well done for taking it from the thought and bringing it in into reality. How long did it take you from when you when the you had the idea and thought this is something I want to do to getting it done? You know what's incredible is that, you know, sometimes we can have dreams and goals that take quite a long time to manifest. So uh, I did my bachelor's in broadcast journalism and then I did my master's in digital storytelling and marketing. 
And after I finished going through my training, having some internships and a few job opportunities, I realized I didn't want to go the traditional news route Mm -hmm. for uh, my career. So I ended up getting involved in the legal field for like seven or eight years and kind of pursuing different media opportunities, storytelling uh, as a side hustle, I guess you could say. And the opportunity to create Truth Be Told on 95.9 FM came as a direct result of having published part of my story in a book. And Mm. from there, I was just able to create. And so the general manager had a need for content. Conversation and Courage was not something that I had planned out before. It was just, I heard it in my head. And it took me maybe like a couple of days to just come up. I said, oh, how about I do a show called Conversations and Courage? I'm just going to interview people about courage and their journey around all of that. So it was really kind of like on the spot creation. But man, it's been spot on. And I, I'm super excited to share that yesterday, my time, uh, I had the pleasure of being able to interview John Tallarico and Les Brown for Conversations wow. in College, which wow. will air sometime next week. So, yeah, I'm just, it's, it's, the journey is incredible. That is an incredible journey. And mm-hmm. so, how long has the show actually been running? Oh, gosh. That show's probably been on the air now, maybe about a year and a half. Okay. Truth be told, was on the air probably for about, six months or so before conversation started okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah so you've done quite well to get some big guests on there so soon yeah it's um <laughs> it's crazy i've always wanted to study with les brown mm. and speaking is something i'm comfortable with uh, of course you know being trained as a journalist storytelling is a skill that that is necessary in journalism um eventually i found that I had a gift for telling my personal story to help empower people and as a survivor of childhood sexual abuse myself. So I'm not new like to the speaking uh, game, but I'm true to it. So when I started, I just had this wild dream that I would love to study with or interact with Les Brown at some point because I could see myself doing what he does. I see myself as a global empowerment speaker, or maybe I, I like to call myself the igniter because I don't think anybody else really empowers us. I think we already have everything that we need to empower ourselves, but we can be ignited by other people. So yeah, I just had this, 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 this vision of wanting to study with less. And here we are more than a decade later. And I had the opportunity to participate in the power voice program, which is how I met you. And then things just kind of elevated from there, like having the opportunity to participate in the Power Voice Summit and then having John and Les on my show. Like, I didn't see all of that when I had Mm -hmm. just that single thought of, oh, this would be really cool. Like if I could study with the best motivational speaker on the planet. So it's funny how your dreams will take on a life of their own if you keep after them. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They do take on a life of their own. They become their own entity and they 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 grow legs, as they say. And before, before <laughs> yeah. you know it, sometimes you can find yourself running just to keep up with them. Yeah, absolutely. Because I was I was exactly the same as you. I, mm-hmm. I'd i been listening to Les Brown for, I would have said, five or six years at the time. Certainly the whole time I've been in Australia, and that's five years now. Okay. And I was, I was coming back from a trip to see the family for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I was on the plane and I always get into it on the plane writing down review because it's around Christmas time. So it's a perfect mm-hmm. time to renew the year and see how, mm-hmm. well, try and plan out the next year. I'll right, see how it's going to go. And and a goal just came to me. I was like, I want to be mentored by Les Brown. And that was 2018. And then it took till now for it to actually come around. In fact, that's not absolutely true. I did approach Les Brown's training and mm-hmm. um, made some inquiries, but the price point just wasn't quite within my reach at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for, um COVID-19 I was saying to my guest Barry this morning that yes. it wouldn't there's no way I would have I would have been able to um be coached by by Mr Brown for 
Well, I don't know. I don't know how long it would have took me to afford it, but it, mm -hmm. it's my thing. It's my thing. A lot of things happen for a lot yeah. of people yes. in a positive way. Yes. If you if you reach out and keep your mind open and stay focused and mm -hmm. yeah, you know, it's it, it's a tough time for everyone, and I don't think we can ignore that right at all. I and mean, we never should ignore that. It's a real tough time for a lot of people. It is, uh, but I think that uh, you know, obstacles present us with opportunities. Hmm. And I think yeah. it's it's about what we're feeding ourselves in terms of our mindset mm. to be able to recognize the nature of the obstacle as potentially being an opportunity. Mm. And so I think that's why it's important for individuals like you and I and other speakers around the world and members of our Power Voice family to share our stories and share our messages because, you know, Everybody doesn't have to have experienced some sort of trauma to have to think about how can I take what seems like is a situation that's against me and make it work for me. And so when I think about the title of your podcast, Hunger for the Hustle, I think some of that is implied like in 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 your title. Right. You know, mm -hmm. that everything is not going to be easy. But if you keep looking for ways to reinvent yourself and add value and be true to pursuing your goals and dreams and doing whatever it takes to make that happen, then um, you can create value out of any situation, I think. Or find a way. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's why it's important to keep an open mind and an open heart, I think, because sometimes them obstacles and challenges could come to you and that's all you see them as. Yes. And you struggle through them. Mm -hmm. And I know that's happened to me often. And then afterwards I thought, Ah, there was an opportunity there that I missed it because I had the blinkers on so much. Mm -hmm. And I was just so worried about what might or may happen, not focusing on what could, what will and can happen. Yeah. You can miss them, miss them opportunities when, when they, when they come up, you know, A powerful thing that, that Les shared in our interview yesterday was he said, sometimes people get fixated on, their immediate circumstances, what they see in their immediate circumstances, we get very kind of obsessed with that, right? Versus because I was asking him what it was that kept him going and fighting to win at his darkest moments. You know, in his latest book, You Gotta Be Hungry, um, The Greatness Within to Win, there's so many stories he shares in there, but one that really stood out to me was him talking about sleeping in a dumpster. Yes. And um, it's so incredibly like, what? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, that one caught me out too. Right. You look at me out. You look at the version of Les Brown that the world mm. recognizes now, and it's so difficult to imagine that in his first job, him pursuing <clears throat> his dream. And having hunger for hustling to make his real his dream real, that he slept in a dumpster because he didn't have a place to stay while he was starting his career as a disc jockey in Columbus, Ohio. So I asked him, like, when you're sleeping in that dumpster, what made you think that it was going to what made you not just fold the towel and quit? Hmm. You know, and he said. I did not become distracted by the stench in the dumpster or how cold it was. I thought about the end result that I wanted. And I thought about the perseverance of my mother who struggled with arthritis. And no matter how painful it may have been, she still got up and went to work anyway and provided for the seven children that she adopted. He was like, that's what push me through. So I think the important port, important point of my sharing that is just if we're going through something, if we can hold the vision of where we ultimately want to be, if that energy can be stronger than allowing ourselves to become consumed with whatever, whatever our present moment circumstances may be, the vision will pull us through. So I think that's a powerful lesson. That is a powerful lesson. And I've read that book too. Um, I'm not a quick reader. I'm a slow reader. But let me tell yeah. you, I got through that one quick because mm -hmm. I couldn't put it down. 
And that I couldn't believe it. I was sharing that in our Power Voice group that not many more people were that impacted by that part of the book. And I, when I read it, I was just like, wow. I had to read read it about four or five times because I couldn't believe what I was right. actually reading. He was he was he had this new job. He moved to the new city. He had no money. A friend That's helped right. him out for a little while, mm -hmm. and then the friend said, "Hey, look, this is where my help ends." Yeah, that's how it goes. Mm -hmm. And he just he he was sneaking around. He'd finish his show, wait till everyone disappeared, wait yeah. till it got dark, and climb the dumpster, and, and it went on like that for two weeks. Mm -hmm. What made what made me think, and I can't wait to ask him, is what didn't you smell a bit funky? Weren't people weren't you going into work <laughs> and people were going, what's that smell? He didn't care about <laughs> being funky. He was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> when you know the why, you can endure anyhow, right? Yeah, yeah. I think if you know, no matter what situation you're in, what you're going through, if you know that if you have the goal and it's set and you know that it's worth it to you, that will yeah. carry you through any why, any how, anything like that. Hey, Joanna, nice to see you watching. Mm -hmm. Joanna, I don't think Joanna's missed a podcast since she featured. Well done. Great work. Mm -hmm. It must be early there too. Imani, tell me mm -hmm. about... I'm going to use you could you could talk about the radio show you can pick wherever you like you know sure. you've, you've had a a pretty long and very career and done lots of things so far in your life but some challenges i want to touch on because i find that and like you've already alluded to that the challenges that you push through in life is where you really get a lot of growth absolutely i uh i practice nichiren buddhism i chant namya horenge kyo like tina turner in the movie if your guests have seen that um, and one thing that my practice of Buddhism has taught me is again, that obstacles are opportunities and sometimes our greatest enemies are our greatest teachers. So there's a metaphor in Nietzsche and Buddhism about the lotus blossom. And that is that lotus blossoms or flowers grow in these really murky, muddy swamps. And it's said that the more mud that's in the the swamp water, the more beautiful the lotus blossom because the mud is nutrient dense, right? And so the metaphor about life with that is that uh, the more mud and crud that we kind of go through, the more there's raw material for us to bring out our strength, our courage, our endurance, our perseverance. We get triggered into our greatness, right? Mm. I don't think we stumble upon it and it's an easy journey. We were just talking about the number one motivational speaker in the world at one point having slept in a dumpster while he was an on-air radio personality. Um, we get triggered into our greatness. So, you know, for me, one of my greatest obstacles was facing, you know, having endured years, almost a decade of childhood sexual abuse and, I think I always felt like there was something important that I would do with my life. But when I was at my lowest moments, yeah, it was hard for me to see beyond what that particular pain was. But over time, I think taking the responsibility for healing my life and not choosing not to allow the rest of my life to be defined by something I experienced in a period of time help trigger me into finding my self-worth, discovering my strength, and that all kind of leading to some of the work that I'm doing today. And I don't think anything happens by accident. You know, I think that we all in one way or another have, have lives that are designed to trigger our greatness, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that the pain that I went through in the past while I don't condone the person who abused me, I mean, of course, he's in prison now because I did eventually have the courage to prosecute him. But um, I don't know. It was like the perfect ingredients because having lived that experience, I can speak authentically to people who may be stuck where I once was hmm. and to share in a way that may help free them up, you know, or to have had the opportunity to share a part of my story in a book. Or then based on that, be asked to create this radio show and then that lead into another radio show. So 
everything has a purpose, even if we don't understand at the time. And I think challenges not only help reveal our character, but they also help forge it. So I don't think we should back down from challenges. Hmm. Yes, I wholeheartedly agree. And thank you for sharing that, sure. that story. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know as many people who are either watching now or later who will be able to align with that and understand that. And it's great that you – it seems to be a current thing coming up on the show that a lot of people who I speak to have gone through a lot of stuff mm -hmm. and pushed through it. And it's mm -hmm. something that I keep saying to them that, thank goodness you did, otherwise the world would have been starved of your talents and, and, I, and the things you are doing to help others. Yeah, thank you. I also think I want to encourage your listeners that it's so important and powerful to be able to stand in your truth, whatever that is, and you know to embrace the discomfort of being vulnerable sometimes hmm. because in the process of doing that, what you may find is a lot of times we think that we experience things in isolation or that we're alone. But if you take the chance to be transparent in your truth and to endure the discomfort of vulnerability at first, what you'll find is that process will create community for you. You, you mm -hmm. will find other people who have experienced similar things and have gotten on the other side. Or you may become someone like as Les says to us through sharing your story, your story becomes a, a somebody else's survival guide, their blueprint for how they transform their lives. So part of the reason why I share uh, the way that I do and so openly is because I'm in such a great space now and I want people to understand that you can do it too. Whatever your it is, your it doesn't have to be mine. Your obstacles don't have to be exactly like mine, but you can do it. You know, we all have greatness within us. And um, sometimes we need to just see what it looks like being lived out in order for us to be ignited. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. The only thing that stops you is you, right? The, the greatest, the greatest enemy. I, was, I had someone saying, I can't remember, quite remember who it was, but they said the greatest enemy you will ever face is yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when you're when you're going through stuff, right? I think it's important. I heard someone say, it's, it's important to be your own best friend." The advice, yeah. the advice you are looking for, and the advice you are seeking from others. Mm -hmm. Try and dig deep within. I know it's hard. Of course, it is hard. Dig, dig deep within and think about if someone came to you with the problems you have, what advice would you give them? That's right. You know, be your own best friend and 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 go on in there now. That's right. Of course, it's it's not always that plain and simple. Of course. Often in life, we need help, and mm -hmm. it's important to reach out for that help, not because you're weak, but because you want to remain strong. Yes. Um, and, you know, that's something that Absolutely. we all need to remember. And remaining think, strong, but, of course, asking for yeah. help at the same time. Yeah, I think some people, you know, we have to, to understand that the relationship that we have with ourselves is a blueprint for everything. So and, and the quality of relationship that we have or don't have with ourselves, you know, like what what our self-talk is, if it's positive, it's if it's empowering, if it's building us up, that then creates the reality that manifests in our environment. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I think we look outside of ourselves for answers and solutions, but the answers and solutions exist inside of us. We just have to do the work you know, to, to heal or clear or develop and bring it out. And that's where having great mentors comes in because mentors can help you go to that place that you may not know how to get to inside of yourself in order to bring that out. So I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think of, I mean, I work in construction, right? I hopefully mm -hmm. won't be doing it. For, well, I won't say hopefully there's no, hopefully I will not be doing it for much longer. Yeah. I like to think of, and I've often said this about people's speeches as I've seen that they work on them. But the mind is, for me, it's, it's like a construction site and you're building a building that will never be finished. Yeah. You're constantly adding new floors and you're renovating the bathroom and then you're, you're changing mm. the carpet. And it's just, just it never, it's, a, it's a project that never finishes. People think, it. you know, you, you get to this certain goal and then that's it. You've attained it. But then you get there and you think, you know, if, you, if you're hungry, if you really got that, that hunger for the hustle in you, you'll know because when you get there to your goal, you'll already be thinking what's next. 
That's what's, right. What's, what's next for me? What's coming up next? Just like you did with the first radio show, and and you weren't long in there. You were six months in by my count, and I'm not good with maths, but around that number. Yeah. And you were already thinking of the next one. What's next? You know, hungry for what's next. You started the Power Voice program. You got to the summit. That would have took some manifestation. You know, there was over 400 people in that group, and 20 of us got picked to to speak. Mm -hmm. Of course, there'll be more going forward, but yes. 20 of us got picked to speak. You didn't just stop there, though. You spoke at the summit, and then from there, you've you've enabled to get to the world's most number one motivational speaker, and of course, the connector, John Tallarico, yes. to speak on your radio show, and it's. It was incredible. I cannot wait to share it. Uh, I'm going to share it, of course, on air. It's going to air on air at wovu.org. Uh, you, your listeners can follow me on Facebook at the Imani Capri page or Instagram. I am underscore Imani Capri for more information about when that's going to air. But I'm also going to share the video on my social media. Uh, I also put it on my YouTube channel, which is Imani Capri. I'm still building YouTube. Um, but yeah, it's incredible. I mean, just I was just grateful to be able to have the opportunity to finally study with Les Brown. Hmm. I did not anticipate all the other things that followed after. So I think, you know, when we talk about hunger for the hustle, if you stay hungry and keep working towards your goal or your dream, again, it can take on a momentum of its own. And, you know, something that I also have shared recently on my social media and when I was talking with John uh, yesterday on the show is that sometimes I think it's important for us to remember that in the process of pursuing our goals and our dreams, there are people who are divinely appointed to meet you at certain checkpoints who part of their mission is to help forward, advance, and elevate whatever your vision, goal, or dream is. So if you quit or if you allow yourself to stop being hungry and become complacent, you may not hit that checkpoint to meet, you, you may not miss that divinely appointed time. And so perseverance gets you in alignment with those other individuals. So it's so, and you might not ever know who it is, what they're connected to. Like the how of it is not really important. It's not for us to figure out the, the how. You know, the universe, creator, the God of your understanding I think is a master at the how, you know, we, and we should let the how happen at that level. But our job is to keep going and to stay hungry. Um, so we don't get too complacent. Mm. You know, I have to be honest. I had never heard of John Tallarico before the power voice program. No, but me neither. What an incredible connection to now mm. have. Yeah. So, yeah. He lives up to his name, right? The connector. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now we're going to go, we're going to switch now from challenges to wins. Yes. I've, I mean, really, you've already told me a huge win there of getting Les and John on your, on your show. But is there anything else that you think of or, or a moment that you really, that really cemented it to you in the foundations and made you think, yes, this is it. This is my calling. This is what I should be doing. Mm. I think when I first started speaking and sharing my story, I found not only was it liberating and healing for me, but once I started to see how it resonated with other people, I felt like, yeah, I, I can do this. Like this feels, it just gave me life. Mm -hmm. And to think that I could take something that was so crappy and turn it into something of value for people. Um, that was powerful. I think I maybe became addicted to it in a way, hmm. you know, but it, it was like, oh, I want to keep doing this because it's like in me freeing myself up, I see that I'm kind of like helping to unlock other people. And so I think that's the moment where I realized like, yeah, I really want to do this. And then to be honest with you, the first time I got paid hmm. and the very first time I got paid, I was paid $500 to present for maybe like 45 minutes. And I remember thinking, this is the easiest 
$500. I mean, it was in a way and then it wasn't. Let me get, you know, like the work that you have to do to get to a place where you're comfortable speaking and being trans, that all that's that's not easy work. Mm-hmm. However, $500 in less than an hour and not doing serious physical labor, like that part of it was easy. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Ooh, if now if I can make a living from doing this, you know, and so talking about a big win, another big win, fast forward in February, right before all the corona chaos happened, I was uh, booked to go back to my high school and speak. And I went to a college prep boarding high school, hadn't been back in about 20 years for a variety of reasons, but mm. the universe brought that back around for me to, you know, deal with some things. And in the opportunity, it came in the form of going back and speaking. And I said, well, here's my opportunity to address this issue. And in the process of addressing this issue, through talking about it, I'm going to be helping other people. And they basically gave me the opportunity to just name my price. And I did. Always nice. I received (laughs) every penny that I asked for. Yep. And it solidified for me again that I can do this. I can do this, you know? So um, what I, what it would have taken me a month or two months to make working at the law firm that I used to be at, I made in less than 20 minutes speaking for 20 minutes. So, you know, I, I don't say that to be braggadocious, but I say it to share that, when you commit to your passion and your dream, the universe will show up and show out for you as long as you stay committed to it. And I think the way that our financial fortune can unfold is in direct proportion to how much value we add to others. Absolutely. You know, the more that you, you just stay at it and stay committed and have the right motivation, making the motivation about serving makes your life keep expanding. You know, and uh, Les was saying again today, he says it in his book, but he says, if you're not expanding, then you're expendable. So it's really important to keep growing. Yes. Yeah, it is. Um, I got a line that I like to say, you are either evolving or becoming extinct. Yes. It's pretty much the same thing you just said, but in different words. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting journey you've been on. And it's, I find it interesting that, you know, you you got to name your price that's huge that's massive it is Um, yeah um go ahead go ahead no i was just gonna say and in the spirit of being transparent there are challenges being a woman there are challenges with being a woman of color sometimes being able to feel like the world affirms your value or your worth. I understand. Um, And sometimes because of that reality and those challenges, I think sometimes we as women in particular can struggle with standing in our place of power to own our worth and to own the value of whatever it is that we have to offer that is of value to other people. So for me, being able to challenge standing on my worth and verbalizing it right and that it 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 challenged me to really get clear inside myself that I deserve what I was asking for hmm. and it was a beautiful thing to not have encountered any sort of pushback about it um for that to just be acknowledged like right off the top yeah. so again I share that just to encourage anybody that if you're hungry and you're hustling for your dream, don't give up. Don't give up and believe in yourself. It's what we believe about ourselves that matters the most. What we believe about ourselves becomes the blueprint that lays out or constructs our outer experience in our life, right? So mm-hmm. if you are feeding yourself and fortifying your own sense of self-worth and building up your mindset and filling up your own cup, um, you get more strength in, in standing on your value and your worth. And again, the universe will 
mirror that. So, yeah. and I, I'm just getting started. You know, I was reminding, I was reminding Les uh, on our interview. I said, I love when you said on one of our last calls that you want to teach us how to make so much money that we're like money funky that we just smell <laughs> like we're wealthy. So I got long, I, I have a ways to go, but um, it just feels good to, to, to be confident, not arrogant, but to be confident in knowing that I have something of value to share and yeah. not being afraid to own it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you've, you've earned that worth. You've, you've got that power. And, and now that you've, you've pushed past that, that difficult step, you know, clearly I'm not a woman and I'm, I'm, I'm white, but I can understand particularly with what's going on. And a lot of the stuff I see from friends that I have that are mm -hmm. black and many friends that I have that are women, that there is a lot of pushback against that. Yeah. I think it's time for for that to change, and I think we are the generation that will make that change. A yeah. lot of these ideas are uh, held up in older generations, and you know, eventually those generations will come to pass. Yes. And, it, and it's time for those things to change, and we are the voice of that generation to pass that message on to the future generations. Yes, absolutely. So well done for getting that worth and just being so powerful and pushing through. Like you said, you're only going to get, you're only just getting started. And there's a lot more bigger things for you, I am sure. Thank you. And I think that's true for all of us. You know, mm. I mean, I, I think it's not, you know, I was saying in another podcast interview that I, I did recently, you know, people may have varied opinion hearing my story, but the honest to God truth is uh, I know that I'm valuable, but I don't necessarily see myself as being like so extraordinary compared to anybody else. And, and part of why I share what I share is to remind as many people as I can that we are all incredible, that we are all great. We all have like a superhero version of ourselves that the world needs. And so my sharing is, is never about feeling I'm above anyone or better than anyone, but to really just encourage and remind as many people as I can, like... You're your own superhero and you have you have abilities that the world needs, which is why we're all here. And let's get to it, like discovering what that is and living it out in the world. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, I hope that uh, people can find some way of personally identifying with something I've shared more so than being in awe about it. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I understand totally. And I'm going to pull. I'm going to pull back a little bit there because it's it's interesting when you first start speaking and first start thinking. You know, I'm going to share my story. I'm going to get my message out there. It's a, for me. You might be able to align with this. It's a little bit nerve wracking. It's it's certainly scary. Yeah. A lot of people go, "What the hell are you talking about? You don't usually." People will say to me, "You don't usually talk like that," and I'll be like, "Well, if." If I talked with my thick Birmingham accent, then no one would be able to understand me anyway. So what, what do you want me to do? You know, I've got to speak a bit more articulate and clearly. Yeah. And then, of course, there's people who just think you've gone crazy. Mm. But for me, what, what kept me at it, and I'm brand new to it. I've only been doing this a sure. couple of months. Mm -hmm. But what kept me at it was just, I said from my summit speech, if just one person, just one person gets some value from my words, mm -hmm. then I'll be a very happy man. Yeah. And and I can say a, a, a lot more than one person yes. got in touch with me and got some value. And that, mm -hmm. that reaffirmed it for me that, yes, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And yes, what I'm saying makes sense. And yes, yes other people have been through similar things. Mm -hmm. you know, we've, all got, we've all got a story in us. In fact, we've all got many stories in us. That's if you right. are alive and living today, you have stories within you. Mm -hmm. And you just don't know until you share those stories who's going to love them, who's going to align yeah. with them, and who's yeah. going to get some serious added right. value from them. That's right. And congratulations to you uh, for those new opportunities and for those people reaffirming to you how valuable your voice is, how valuable your story is. Um, and it it is speaking, you know, I would venture to say I don't think it matters how long you've been doing it it still brings a level of like nerve wracking energy that you like push through, you know? And it's funny because I say to my mom, I say like, no matter how many times I've shared my story or who I may be speaking to, 
right before I speak, I always get like this anxiety where I just kind of have to pee every five minutes. I feel like I want to throw up. There's a part of me that's like, why do I keep doing this to myself? But then I'm like, but I love it. You know what I mean? It's like this weird thing where, um, and I think there's some studies that show that people have the greatest fear of public speaking. Like of all the different type of fears in the world, public speaking is like right up there, maybe in the top three. And uh, it's incredible, but there's nothing like, once you speak and you feel like, yeah, this feels like breathing to me. And then you get that feedback from people that your message resonates. It's worth that nervousness, all that stuff. It's worth all of it. Like every time. Yeah, it is. Every it time. Is. I I liken it to a roller coaster ride. Cause mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you wait in the queue. Yeah. And, the big, and it whizzes past you, and you're like, whoa, this is, and your friends are all about it. I don't know about you, I don't like roller coasters. I'll go on them. Yeah. But I, I, I always enjoy them afterwards, but I'm in the queue, I'm a bit shaky, I'm thinking, oh, how's this going to go? Mm-hmm. But then, and then once you, once you get on, you, you know, then you're getting really scared. But then once you go, yes. you're just flowing and you're enjoying it. Right. And then you get off and you're just like shaking like a leaf, right? You just, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it is after, after you speak publicly, right. isn't it? You're just, yeah. It is. Like, a, like a, we shared just before the call that I was I was first up at the summit and for me yeah. it was 20 past midnight here. Mm. So I, I wanted to stay up and of course watch, do the honourable thing sure. and, and I was interested anyway and excited to watch everyone else's but it came to about quarter to five in the morning and I was just, my eyes were, my eyes were closing. But yeah. I, I couldn't, I kept feeling really tired and then I'd watch someone else's speech. I think Michael's was the last one I watched perhaps. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, Right and fired up again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to go to sleep again. It just it filled filled me with that that energy, yeah. and I was still. I'm. I would actually say I'm still buzzing now from. I am too. From that power summit speech. Yeah. It's it's really surreal. It's incredibly surreal, and I think the other thing is taking a moment to really think about. We have had the opportunity to have very intimate interaction with Les Brown on a consistent basis. Mm. He opens up so much on those calls, infuses his spirit. He's vulnerable, um, master teacher. But then to be part of like the inaugural class, I would say, of the Power Voice Summit is just a tremendous honor all within itself. And every time I look at that poster, I'm like, wow, like we made history. Yeah, We did something like... I was thinking that just to die. We did something incredible. And um, John was reminding me in our conversation recently that more than 250,000 people have seen or connected with that. So just imagine. I don't know if we fully understand really the impact of what we all did together. And I think it's incredible too, that John said, I don't know if you'll remember this, but John was saying, you guys manifested this. The 20 of you compressed time and space to come together and for this power voice summit to be born because originally this was not a part of the program. So it's something inside of your energies that pushed us to manifest this. And I just sat back and thought, man, that's <laughs> And I think that's true. You know what I, I mean? I think it's true as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Have you got your, um, you know, Winnie sent out the, the high-res copy of the of the poster so we can get it printed off? I think I did. I haven't gonna, printed it yet, but I'm I gonna think going to I'm going to get a big one printed. <laughs> right in my, my home office here. Oh, yeah. Keep it right behind you when you're on the calls. Um, sorry, I'm just looking at our questions on the slide here. Tell me, tell me about your goals and your aspirations for the future of your new new radio show. My, as John says, C-level goal, one of my C-level goals for Conversations and Courage is for it to become an internationally syndicated show. 
either on radio and or television. Like I really just wanted to blow up and expand on that level. Another one of my C-level goals is to be an in-demand, highly recognized global empowerment igniter speaker to help bring more healing and positivity and transformation to the world in a way to where people feel like, yeah, transforming my life is much more accessible than I thought. <laughs> so um, th yeah, those are really my, like to be able to, to help ignite healing and transformation in the lives of millions of people, like our phenomenal mentor, Les Brown has done. That's my, that's where I see myself, that trajectory and having fun doing it. Yes, so, that's important, right? Mm -hmm. It's important whatever you do, you should have fun doing it because then you're more relaxed doing it. When you're more relaxed, you're more yourself and you have more impact. That's right. That's right. I'm going to throw a curveball at you here before we wrap up. Okay. This wasn't a question I put at you, okay. but I want you to give me your hottest tip for anyone watching that wants to start their own business or their own project tomorrow or go after what they what they find has been their calling don't do it i mean don't do it later i'm sorry <laughs> you're like i got the curveball back to you like, hey, don't do it later is what right. i meant to say i'm it's 315 now um yeah let me rewind that my apologies don't wait don't wait life is right now Life is right now. So don't keep kicking the can down the road. Do it now. You do not have to have a ton of money. You don't have to have all these contacts to get started, but you do need to get started to get on the path and make it happen. And I think when we look around the globe and we see what's happening, let's just say with all of us trying to navigate and survive this pandemic, one thing that I feel many people say COVID-19 has, has taught so many of us is that we have to really be present and treasure every moment because we do not know how much time we actually have. So that would be my tip. Don't wait. That life is right now. Get started. Take the first step. Do you know it's, 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 it's resounding. It's powerful. And you're the third, I think that's the third person I've asked that question to. And mm -hmm. they all said, just get started. Mm -hmm. Or they've said, I should have got started sooner, you know, get, get, get started because, mm -hmm. you know, procrastination and disintegration are best friends. Or I reckon if you, if you found out where they lived, it'd be in the same house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's right. <laughs> so as you, as you have the courage to take that jump, you know, there's a saying, I forget who says this, but uh, jump and the net will appear. So it's not always that you have to have it all figured out. You don't. But if you just demonstrate that you have the courage to take that first step and then the next step and then the next step, people and things and situations and circumstances will then start to manifest in your path that kind of guide you to the next thing and then to the next thing. But what we don't want to do is die with all of our gifts inside of us, you know, um start now don't wait don't wait yeah that's right couldn't agree more one more one more i'm gonna ask before you go sure your book recommendation hmm Take your time. you gotta be hungry <laughs> you gotta be hungry the greatness within to win i think that is super timely and of yeah. course, you know, some yeah. people can think, oh, well, you're saying that because you've interviewed less and you study. Yeah, I am. But I'm also saying it because it is a powerful, but very down to earth, can't put it down <laughs> book. And, and his voice is so uh, present in how the book is written. I think there are valuable lessons that people can take away in this day and time on how to persevere, on how to push through obstacles, on how to not give up on yourself, how to not become consumed with temporary circumstances, but to hold your vision and allow the vision to pull you through those temporary circumstances. So I think that's a great book for people 
to yes. be interacting with right now. I agree. I enjoyed it so much. When I finished it, I bought my cousin a copy, I bought my mom a copy, and I bought my sister a copy. Mm-hmm. And they've all they've all enjoyed it. And yeah. and you know, I'll be completely honest as well. I think the great thing about it is if you're not really into reading, which let's be honest, some people aren't, some right. people don't like reading. It's not a it's not a real thick book. It's about I'll tell you it's about that big, maybe three or four hundred pages. It's mm-hmm. not um it's not a, an encyclopedia, let's say, but it's it's compacted in such a way that it's very readable. It is. But it, it, it there's just so many gems in there. It's it's the kind of book, um, you you read a chapter and then you just really think about it for a while. Mm-hmm. Really it, think about it for a while. Yeah, if you get the uh, I I ordered the electronic version. Okay. So I love <clears throat> I love on my tablet how it tells you how much time you have left to finish. Nice the book so you can get through it in a relatively short i would say short period of time but it's so compelling you want to keep reading you want to keep reading and i think it's 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 important to see people like les brown who are icons sharing their journey in a very transparent way for people to understand that we may see all the glory and glamour that we think, you know, their lives have from the outside, but there's been a lot of gory grit that they've had to go through just like us. Yeah. They're all just people, right? All just people. That's right. Hmm. That's right. So it's like, you know, if, if Les Brown could sleep in a dumpster and get past that and other obstacles that he had, we can get through every one of ours. Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Really has. Have you on, on my show next? So. Oh, I can't wait. I've never spoken on a radio show before. So that will I'm really excited. We will we'll we'll line that up, I'm sure. You can catch him on his radio show, Conversations in Courage, every Tuesday at eleven AM on Eastern Standard Time on ninety-five point nine FM W O V U Cleveland. Yes. You can also catch it on wovu.org and the wovu app. Did I do, did I good did I do a good job of that? You did a great job. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> killing it, killing the speaking, killing the hosting. I love it. Go for it. Go for I'm it. Just, I'm just I'm just putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah, that's right. Mine, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. For giving me this time at such a short hour of the morning. It was fun. It was an adventure. So thank sure. you. Much. Thanks. Take care. You Bye. too. Bye-bye.